Hello and welcome to the ISBA BursaCast podcast, the podcast that gives you the very latest on operational and regulatory issues impacting independent schools. This episode has been recorded and released on the 11th of May in the morning. There's not a huge amount to go through today, so it will be quite a short episode. And of course, we have the fantastic Professor Joe Nellis joining us at the end to go over his session at conference. Talking of which, it is in fact now the last chance to book for ISBA's annual conference in Manchester. With the conference now under two weeks away, do not miss your chance to book online for the event at Manchester Central, which has been extended again this year to start at lunchtime on Tuesday the 23rd of May. To launch the programme, there will be an afternoon of personal development in the company of motivational speaker Chris Grimes from Second Curve. Chris will be guiding delegates through a fast-paced session that covers all aspects of relationship building and authentic leadership. And you don't have to be in a leadership role to demonstrate leadership skills through the lens of personal impact, influencing and networking. Wednesday morning will provide ample time for visiting the exhibition and networking from 8.30am. Sessions covering topical updates for schools will begin at 10 past 11 and follow through to the end of the day. The keynote from the day from Barney Northover from VWV and Aaron Canwa from Cairn Eagle will concentrate on understanding the risks to schools in a changing market and embracing opportunities for growth, including information for both charitable and proprietor-owned schools. From 5.45, there will be a drinks reception with light refreshments and entertainment in the exhibition areas at Manchester Central. Thursday will again provide time from 8.30am to visit the exhibition and for networking before sessions begin at 11am with our keynote panel discussion on safeguarding, chaired by David Smelly of Farrah & Co. The final keynote will be from the ever-popular Professor Joe Nellis and his talk on the economic prospects and impact on the independent education sector. More from him at the end of this episode. The evening concludes with a drinks reception from 7.30pm at the Midland Hotel, followed by the annual dinner at 8pm. And I can tell you now that our after-dinner speaker will be Floyd Stedman, OBE. We look forward to seeing you there. And the next topic of discussion is one that I touched on last week, but it's that the ISC has commissioned Planet Mark to research the opportunities, barriers, funding and policy needs of independent schools for sustainability. They're inviting schools to participate in a survey, regardless of their sustainability progress. Aggregated figures and metrics will be used, and participating schools may win a carbon footprint assessment or a carbon clinic session. Schools can also join a virtual focus group to discuss and learn from sustainability initiatives. The research findings will be shared with all participants, contributing to a collaborative vision of a sustainable future for independent schools. And as I said at the beginning, it really is going to be a short episode, so we're going to jump straight into now the advice and guidance, questions and answers for this week. Number one, please could I ask your advice on recruitment checks? We have two estate operatives who have agreed to step up to temporary lead estate operative roles for six months to support our estate's manager. With regards to recruitment checks, I was intending on obtaining an internal reference for each member of staff. Their DBS certificates were issued in the last three years, so am I right in assuming that we do not need to carry out another DBS check? Would there be any other checks I would need to carry out for these temporary roles? We will, of course, update the SCR to reflect the temporary changes. 
So the answer to this is that for the two estate operatives stepping up to temporary lead estate operative roles, no new DBS is required, and an internal reference supporting their suitability is spot on. If you have previously processed all the other normal staff checks, then this will be sufficient. Question 2. I wonder if you could help me with regards to what roles I should carry out prohibition from management checks for. Currently, I would carry out these checks for any management positions or support staff and head of department positions for teaching staff. But would I also need to perform the check for supervisor or lead roles? The answer to this comes from Kixie. On prohibition from management checks, a paragraph 257 gives examples, and so the checks you currently carry out for any management positions for support staff and head of department positions for teaching staff are fine. Unless they have management roles, then performing checks for supervisor or lead roles is not necessary. And question three, could you advise what risk assessments our medical nurse should hold? We have a small sick bay with four beds. To answer, the following are useful references in terms of required policies and risk assessments. There is the ISBA risk assessment policy for people welfare, the mandatory policies for independent school guidance, first aid policy guidance, and the ISI documentation required for inspection. These are all available in the latest bulletin or on the ISBA website. Should you require more specific advice, then do contact the Medical Officers of Schools Association. And before we hear from Professor Joe Nellis, ISBA's top tip of the week is that ISI are reporting that some schools are not meeting the required standards because the school's records indicated that the last safeguarding training for governors was prior to the publication of the updated KICSI, and that governors had not read the document, meaning they were not able to provide sufficiently strategic challenge. And that'll be it for me this week. We'll now jump to our chat with Professor Joe Nellis to hear about his topics for conference. Well, I'm joined now, very excitingly, by Professor Joe Nellis. Joe, thanks for joining us. Hello, Leo. I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. Well, from what I've heard, John keeps telling me that everything you say is incredibly glum and depressing, but you're a very jolly man. (laughs) I am actually an optimist by nature, uh, but in the last couple of years, my uh, sense of enthusiasm has been dampened by the state of the economy. Uh, But I will try very hard during my presentation to give a positive message, but it'll be realistic as well. Well, that's what we need to hear. And talking of which, we're very excited to have you at the ISPA conference coming up later this month, in fact, not long to go. And what we're hoping for today is a little bit of an understanding about what perhaps you might be going over during your session. And also, what should bursas be thinking about coming into this? Obviously, it's a very big topic, the economy, forecasting and stuff like that. But for your session, what are the kind of key pillars that you're going to be touching on? Gosh, there are so many elements of my presentation that I want to get across in a very short time period. But I think from the viewpoint of independent schools and bursars, the key message is, sadly, there are tough times ahead. Uh, I wish it were otherwise. Uh, Interest rates are probably going to go up another one time, uh, and that'll take place on the 11th of May. So we'll know before the conference, actually. But I think they're going to peak, and that's the good news. Uh, The other bit of good and bad news is that bond yields have risen sharply, and that's very important when they're raising capital for major projects, of course. 
but I think we're also near the peak of bond yields. And, and I think they will start to track down in the coming months and years. The other really bit of important news is that inflation, of course, is still very, very high. It's a 40-year high, but uh, it will come down quite sharply uh, in the coming months. Uh, statistically, it will fall. So I, I don't really go with the Chancellor's view that he will bring it down. It's going to fall anyway. If you double prices one year and they stay there for another year, inflation becomes zero. So inflation is going to track down. That'll be good for you know cost of, of running schools and so on. But of course, we're still going to face, as I said earlier, tough times ahead on many fronts. Yeah, absolutely. I think the more organised one can be for these things, the, the better the prospects are. And on that note, are there any kind of common mistakes or pitfalls that you think can be easily avoided? Well, you know, I think the most important lesson for all burgers and anybody running any organisation is to keep a tight control of your costs. I mean, that's a very obvious point. Uh, the government's trying to do that, of course, in the public sector, uh, as we see with the strikes that are ongoing. But I think it's going to be very important to, to keep an eye on those costs and really to look beyond uh, this current crisis, that there will be uh, you know, a recovery. It's going to be a slow recovery, but there will be a recovery. And from the viewpoint of independent schools, it'll be the affordability of school fees that'll be critical uh, for all schools. Uh, I think it's going to be, you know, as I said earlier, tough times ahead, but let's look beyond that in the next two or three years. Uh, there will be, you know, positive messages coming later. Yeah, fantastic. Well, we won't go into too much detail because I know there's a, an awful lot. If we got the lid off this properly, we'd be here for hours. So I'll leave it there and we'll very much look forward to having you giving your your full session at the conference. And if I may say so, Leo, this is one of the events that I look forward to most in my calendar. Uh, and I look forward to seeing everybody at the conference. Thank you so much. No, fantastic. You say all the right things. And uh, we'll leave it there. Thanks so much, Joe. Have a lovely afternoon. Thank you, Leo. And there we have it. That is the end of this episode. As always, if you do think this will be useful, please share it with members of your team and subscribe wherever it is you're listening so you never miss an update. If you'd like to say hello or get in touch with any ideas, please email podcast at the isba.org.uk. I'll catch up with you next week with a new episode and a new guest. In the meantime, I hope the weather's good and farewell. <laughs>